Hello, this is the Whip Podcast. I'm Andrew Borges, and I'm here today with Ashar Farouk. Hello, glad to be here. And this is uh, the podcast on uh, college admissions. We, um, I've been sort of surprised as to how uh, industrialized it's become. Um, like, for example, I, I filled out the entire FAFSA form, and then I found out only recently that I needed to fill out the entire CSS form, which is even more involved and even more like tedious and... My poor mom had to pull all of our tax returns and all of our assets, like papers, out of filing cabinets and look through them frantically. And um, it's just really, like, it's so disjointed in a lot of ways because for some reason, one thing doesn't translate into another. I can't just use my FAFSA for merit scholarships from private schools. I have to file a whole other form. And there's the whole problem of, you know, there's the filing fees that my mom was very annoyed at having to pay for all these schools. And I don't know, is it similar for you, Ashore? Yeah, um, in terms of the disjointment, I can completely understand it. For me personally, the process of like all the processes uh, of documents, they took a while. For example, I started like my FAFSA, it was done in like October, like mm-hmm. really soon after it was, uh, it opened. I did the FAFSA, then there, all the colleges basically required all sorts of information in different ways like the CSS profile I had to fill for all these schools and that added up um, the amount of like money and then um, like documents that you have to you know acquire in order to fulfill all the requirements and even after that even till this day honestly like they're asking for all other information that still seems it seems really repetitive and really supplemental like I don't know for example there's all sorts of like paperwork for like farm supplements and there's all like disjointed and even till this day I'm still filling out some uh, paperwork for many colleges yeah and how um how cost-driven it is all the time like the college board for example is constantly trying to find ways to get money out of kids and their families there's money to pay for the exams SATs uh the SAT2s and the AP exams, and you have to pay money to get those sent to schools. You have to pay money to send the CSS form to schools. If you want to get your scores over the phone, you have to pay money for that too. There's just, they find all ways to charge you, and in a process that's already very expensive, it's just, it's irritating to constantly have to pull out the credit card and constantly have to put it in. And you know that even though it's a nonprofit corporation or organization, they're definitely making a lot of money off of kids. Yeah, I, I really think of it, it's like a business. And in today's world, business just about money does not seem like education is that. It's, it might be close, but the business aspect is it's really close, I think. And like with the money adding up, like that, they require like a base fee and then they require each, uh, like some money for each school that you want to send it to. So if you probably like a lot, it's it adds up really quickly. And that's really this really not fortunate for many people who really can't afford it. I know they have like some fever programs, but even that, like for example, like even AP exams, if you want to send them, they don't really have fevers for everything. Like they might have some reduced ones, but in the end it does cost everyone something. Yeah, and how um, I think my parents are a little like blown back from the whole process because when they went to school, it was just like mail in a form and that was really it. And now there's whole, like there's hundreds of pages of different things that you have to do for different um different applications for scholarships or or the schools themselves and you know it was my mom my dad in particular is very busy with work so he doesn't really have a lot of time to to sit down and do this stuff he did help with the FAFSA form a lot 
you know, it was mostly my on my mom and especially me to do all of this by myself. I was wondering, like, is that the same with you? Yeah. So really, my family, they provided like all the essential stuff that's like needed. Like personally, I remember they like legit gave me their like tax form just sift through. There's a lot like I started the process with the there's a program called QuestBridge and they required um like financial information like right from the beginning of senior year. So through that, I had to like provide them at all like the federal tax returns and all sorts of paperwork and like I personally I remember like I filled out like all the biographical information all the acti- whatever information needed besides like a couple of blanks where um it was like specific values that you in, uh, enter so I went to my dad and my whole family and then like he gave me the tax forms and I kind of worked with him like on a couple of nights sometimes whenever it was uh we were available to um enter all the information into the form. So I started the process. I did um, most of the forms. I filled out, like, whatever information I could. And I always had to go to my parents, you know, get all the numbers and put it in. It took a while because, you know, the whole work schedule, like, that was that was really tough because it should have, the, theoretically, they said should not be, you know, burden, but it really is because, like, the time lag and all that, it adds up. Yeah, with the, the timing of it all, um, I, I'm a bit of a procrastinator. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll, I'll be the first one to admit it. And I was oftentimes sending my applications in about two weeks before the deadline sometimes. That was early on. And as it progressed, it was just like a few days before. So getting like my, uh, my score sent in on time was challenging. And I was tempted to pay for the expedited. But, you know, it costs $31 to ex- expedite all of your scores to all of these schools. And it just, it saddens me because a lot of adults don't understand, like, it it adds up for everybody. It, it's not, you know, obviously, you know, with the current college admissions scandal, there are certain parents who are more than willing to cheat their way in. Um, but most, you know, regular people aren't going to crack the bank to to do this. And expediting your scores, even those small expenses, when they add up, they can hurt over time, you know. I was wondering, like, you know, what do you think about the current? Yeah, I, I really think money definitely speaks large in this the whole college admissions process. If you got more money, you're going to have more access in order to give you the best chance possible. Like, even, like, sending scores uh, and all, like, the materials that they need, even, like, uh, application materials that has to be sent from school or from, like, you know, ACT, SAT, they do add up. And then if someone can't even, you know, fulfill that requirement how are they going to be able to get in and succeed eventually it does not add up like there's costs everywhere there's nothing there's a bill for everything yeah you know um and the amount of supplemental materials that these schools require sometimes is a little ridiculous like for my columbia application there was they asked me about and i understand it's to get a holistic picture of the student they ask you know like what books you read and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but you know spending hours on these supplemental essays to schools that I'm only going to choose one to go to it seems a little and the questions are always repetitive I mean there's only so many ways you can ask an essay question to somebody about you know what you're like and you're supposed to basically say through some sort of motif or metaphor that's supposed to explain you without explicitly saying it and it's just it's but you're not supposed to use the same essay over and over again you're supposed to think of a new one and it's just it's added work on top of the course loads you already have. Yeah, work it, it definitely is. Like, I personally, I have a whole Google Doc file that's about, like, 25 pages of all these supplements. Yeah, I me have, too. <laughs> yeah, they all add up. They're, some of them, there's slight variations, so 
you know, they don't want you to like, copy paste right away. And there's always, you know, you have to go back and kind of tweak it to that certain college, like the why, you know, why that college essay, you kind of, you know, you're not really supposed to even copy that, but it builds up all the supplements. And in order to complete all of them in like a, within a certain requirement, required date, it's really challenging, especially in like beginning senior year where you still, you know, you don't win completely know where you want to go. You're still kind of deciding where you want to apply. So if you have more supplements, I don't know how you're going to be able to manage that. And personally for me, there were even more added essays for like a certain school I was applying to, like engineering part. They asked me about that either. So it built up like that Google Doc. It's keep going. I feel like it's keep going to keep it's going to keep growing in the future. Yeah, um, and you know all those supplemental materials they do add up for the people who have to read your application, and eventually like it makes them burn out and they just become more arbitrary, like more arbitrary with yeah, what they decide. Yeah, they're probably not going to be able to even give like a real authentic response. They're just going to be really bored of all these materials. Yeah, so I, I don't. Um, it's disenchanting in a way because you know there's like there's these schools that you look up to and then you realize that they're just trying to yank you for money most of the time. You know, the, I've heard stories where schools try to promote their applications to areas where minorities live because they want to get up the number of minorities who apply to the school. And in the end, you know, a lot of these areas they have lower incomes and sadly, you know, and, and worse off schools, so they don't have the resources oftentimes to elevate these kids out of cycl uh, cyclical poverty and stuff like that. So. They they get the money in the term in the form of application fees from these students, but they're they're not going to accept them. Sadly, I mean they'll accept some of them probably, but yeah, chances I think are they a, won't. It's really a promotional thing, like you know all those emails. They're just trying to get their word out to pretty much everyone that they can pretty much acquire, and it's it's really I think taking like the authenticity out of the whole college admissions process, like. It's not really this. They claim to, you know, do the whole holistic review and treat it as like individuals. But if you have so many and like so much data, I don't know how you can pretty much avoid that and just focus on that alone. Uh, so this was the WIT podcast with me, Andrew Borges, and my friend Ashar. Uh, we want to thank you for listening. You can find us on the WIT podcast um, on SoundCloud or your preferred podcast provider.